in the beginning, it would feel amazing to vape. And I would get that nice rush, that head rush, that body rush. But over time, I found I was not getting any physiological response. The most successful influencers in the world have unspoken strategies to achieve constant success on social media. This podcast, Influencer Secrets, is my attempt at sharing the lessons I've learned from going from zero followers and broke to over 6 million followers across all my social media platforms with multiple six figures in annual income. I also plan to take you guys on my journey of building Asa, my influencer agency. My hope is that you use these lessons to grow your own social media presence. And maybe one day soon, you come work with me at Asa so I can help you turn your social media journey into a lucrative career. I hope you share and enjoy. In this episode, I'm going to explain to you how I was able to quit my crippling nicotine addiction, specifically vaping, by using cold exposure. If you have not heard about cold exposure before, you should listen up because there are some insane benefits, and this story that I'm about to tell you will change everything you've ever thought about cold water. If you do not know who I am, my name is Cole Gonzalez, otherwise known as Coral on social media. I currently have over 6.3 million followers across all my social media platforms, And I'm currently building out the largest influencer army in the world in the Core World Army Discord, which is linked below. I'm not charging anything monetary for any of the education that I'm offering within the Core World Army Discord. So if you like free things, then come and join and learn how I can help you grow your TikTok right now. So yes, I used to have a pretty bad nicotine addiction, but I am very grateful for it. Why am I grateful for it? Because I believe that every adversity comes with it a seed of equal opportunity. And that seed of equal opportunity was my ability to educate myself with the help of a few individuals on how neuroscience can not only help individuals with their addictions, hypothetically, because I am not a doctor, but it can definitely help people optimize their energy, their mood, and live how they were recording to live by their biology which is all scientifically proven. Just like anyone else, my nicotine addiction started with the first vape of a nice and sweet vape that was flavored. And the first time I hit it was in the gym parking lot when I was in the car with one of my friends. And I remember getting extremely domed off this one hit of nicotine. And from there, I was hooked. It started off just being a thing that I would do after the gym. And then it became a thing where I'd go out with friends and I would ask them if they had one. And then it became a thing where I got my own. And then it became a thing where I was buying multiple a week, running through disposables, racking up the amount of money I was spending. It was absolutely bonkers. I was probably going through two to three of the 1500 hit vapes every week. It was very bad. And I know what it's like more than anyone else to be severely addicted to nicotine. So you're probably here wondering, how the fuck did I get off nicotine? Well, I'm going to tell you. And before I do... Let me first say, I'm not a doctor. I'm completely self-educated. This is not meant to be construed as medical advice. Talk to your own doctor. But with that being said, let's get into it. In terms of making sure that I present this information the right way, I'm going to talk in the first person. In order for me to understand what a nicotine addiction is, I have to understand first, what does nicotine do to the body when it is consumed? When I have consumed nicotine in the past, it has raised my dopamine levels in the brain, about 200% above baseline. If you do not know what a baseline level of dopamine is, it essentially means every human has a unique dopamine baseline level. And depending on what activities that you engage in and whether they are taxing or not on these dopaminergic systems within our brain, that determines your dopamine baseline. Now understand your dopamine in your brain is meant to stay at a certain level. And let's just call that your baseline. That is the amount of dopamine that would be circulating in my brain 
hypothetically, when I am properly maintaining my levels of dopamine. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean, I am not overindulging in activities that are taxing my dopamine system heavily consistently throughout the day. For example, if I wanted to have a healthy baseline dopamine level, I would not vape because that increases my dopamine baseline above 200%. I would not play video games because that increases my dopamine baseline level above 150%. I would not be choking the chicken or watching certain types of explicit videos because that increases dopamine baseline level even more than nicotine, I believe 250 to 300%. When you do all these things, the problem is not the dopamine going up, but it's what happens after. Every action in life has an equal opposite reaction, and that especially goes with the body, at least from my experience. Now, what I came to understand when I first started learning about neuroscience is that when I would vape in the past, my dopamine would go 200% above baseline. But my problem is that after that dopamine would rise quickly from vaping, it would immediately fall back down, but it would not go right back to baseline. It would dip slightly below. And the more that I would vape over time, the less my body would react, the lower dopamine response that I would get. But why? The reason is because the more that you're replacing your natural levels of dopamine with artificial dopamine, you're actually lowering your baseline. Because over time, if you keep vaping and playing video games and watching explicit videos and gambling, all these things that are very heavy on the dopaminergic systems that we have. And when I say you, I mean me. Because what do I know? I'm not a doctor. But rather, when I, or if I was to do these things, there's a very good chance that if I was a reasonable individual and I understood that we have natural levels of dopamine and our dopamine is like currency in our brain from what I have learned, and we only have limited amounts, just like we don't have unlimited money, at least most of us don't, we do not have unlimited dopamine. And when we are constantly taxing that system and giving it out and giving it out, it slowly drains and that baseline goes down. So I got to a point where I was vaping simply just to get my dopamine levels back to baseline. And that is what happened to me is in the beginning, it would feel amazing to vape and I would get that nice rush, that head rush, that body rush. But over time, I found I was not getting any physiological response. And what I came to realize is by engaging in constant vaping, and I mean a lot, my body started to adapt. And just like anything that I do once, that's very exciting, but then I do it too many times and it loses its shine, that is my dopamine system being taxed and no longer getting that same response in the reward system in my brain as it did the first time or the first few times. So when I engaged in something that is heavily taxing on the dopamine system, such as vaping so much, I no longer had any dopamine to give. It killed my natural dopamine. So I needed that to get to baseline. So why I'm telling you this and why I keep reiterating myself is because people don't understand how this may be affecting them. And there's nothing out there that is publicly front-facing that the real reason that I got into this situation was because I didn't understand how vaping was affecting my brain and the neuromodulators in my brain. And once I understood how these neuromodulators work, dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, epinephrine, acetylcholine, adenosine, all these words that may be fancy to you, but to me, it's like the colors red and blue and green.
Hey, real quick, Coiled Army. You already know I don't run ads, and I'm giving away all of my trade secrets on my influencer journey for free. So the one thing I ask of you is if you could please take five seconds to leave a review. Even if you just tap five stars and you hit submit, that's more than enough to help me out. The only way this podcast grows is by word of mouth, and if you're finding value from this podcast, I would really appreciate if you could send it to one of your friends. Imagine how you would feel if they sent this podcast to you, and it helped you achieve your dreams of becoming a social media influencer. Now that's friendship. All right, back to the show. Once I understood how the brain worked, I understood what I should be engaging in and how engaging in certain things makes me feel. And now that we have talked a little bit about that, let's talk about how I actually broke this addiction. So what I came to find out through my friend is that by consistently vaping all the time, I was killing my baseline dopamine level. I was far below it and I needed that nicotine to get back to baseline, to feel normal. So if you and I right now can agree that the brain does not recognize the difference between video games spiking dopamine and drugs, it just knows that felt good, that didn't feel good, that raised my dopamine really high, I wanna do that again because it felt good, I don't wanna do that because it was boring. If we can agree that that is how the brain thinks, because it is how it thinks, then we could also agree that if we could find a natural remedy to replace that craving, which that craving is essentially our dopamine levels dipping below baseline because our body naturally wants to get back to baseline, that is what a craving is. If we can agree on all of these things, then the only factor that comes in is, okay, what do we find that can replace that craving and that difference between our baseline and where we're currently at, which is way too low? Because every time I get down there, I want to hit that vape. And I keep trying to get to my baseline, but after a few seconds, it dips again. And I get there, and I get back to baseline, and now it's down below baseline. Well, I'll tell you how I did it. Cold water therapy. Cold water therapy, aka ice baths or freezing cold water, is known to increase dopamine, guess what? 200 to 250% above baseline. Wow, okay, so that's funny. So you're telling me that cold water therapy actually increases dopamine the same amount as nicotine? Hmm, what does that tell us? Well, if we are looking for a natural way to substitute cravings, and we can agree that nicotine increases dopamine 200 to 250% above baseline, but the problem with nicotine is that it spikes it quick, and then it goes down. If we can agree on that, and then we can also agree, based on scientific studies, especially done at Stanford University, that cold water therapy, or cold exposure, does the same thing to our dopamine system, but... Here's the big but. It actually sustains your dopamine levels for up to four hours after, meaning you could get in a freezing cold shower for three to five minutes, ideally a cold bath because a cold bath has a much stronger non-negotiable physiological response, aka it activates the neuromodulators, which we're looking for, which is norepinephrine and especially dopamine. Cold bath is the best, but if we can substitute that craving with something that sustains, and we can do that throughout the day, then we will no longer have any physical withdrawals or cravings because that is what the craving is. The craving is wanting to get back to baseline. So proven by studies, nicotine stays within the body for 72 hours. The physical withdrawals, therefore, will be for 72 hours, for three days. If you can get past the three days, the rest of it is a piece of cake. It's all just mental. But the problem with the first three days is that it physically will hurt you. You will get headaches. You will feel more lethargic. You will get very irritable. You'll just feel like shit. So what I did is I substituted three cold baths a day. And I'm talking very cold, like 35 to 40 degrees. And by doing that for three to five minutes a day, three times a day, that's it. Separated four hours from each other. So 9 a.m., 1 p.m., and 5 p.m. By separating them out, I substituted my cravings 
and my bodies want to get back to baseline throughout the entire day. Therefore, I had practically zero physical withdrawals. And it just makes sense because what we are doing is we are substituting the nicotine dopamine increase we get by a natural, non-negotiable physiological response of dopamine and norepinephrine in the brain by using cold exposure because that's what cold exposure does. Now, what can you learn from this if you are someone who is not addicted to vaping. What you can learn is you can actually leverage cold exposure to increase your focus, increase your alertness, and your dopamine. And we could go on and on about the benefits of cold water because they are not just to help you hypothetically create distance from a substance. But for the sake of this episode, I want to keep it on topic in terms of how I personally did this in my opinions on nicotine and cold exposure. Now, just to summarize, I was someone who was very addicted to vaping, aka nicotine. And by hitting nicotine, it increases your dopamine 200% above baseline. But over time, as you continue to hit nicotine, what happens is when those dopamine effects wear off, your dopamine levels dip slightly below baseline. And the more that you do it, the less of that increase you get, and the more your dopamine levels dip below baseline. At a point, you will no longer get that rush of hitting the vape. And that is because at that point, you have hypothetically essentially killed your own dopamine levels. So, If I were in that position and it were me, I would try to find a protocol to substitute the body's craving to increase its dopamine back to baseline levels because it is searching for dopamine. And vaping just so happens to be the device or the activity that is allowing the body to get back to that level. So it's only natural that the body is going to want to navigate back towards that device because it does not recognize that it is possibly slowly killing you, but it recognizes that it's helping the body get back to homeostasis, which is what the body wants. To continue to summarize, we can take everything that we've learned from the actual effects of the cold water therapy and using that to replace that difference of baseline. And there's a possibility that in the future, if I ever ran into this problem again, I would use this knowledge to create distance from that substance. To be completely honest, I kind of zoned out there and I don't know where I left off. And that is because I was genuinely zoning out thinking about how horrible my relationship with nicotine was. It's such a horrible thing. And I truly hope that this podcast has possibly given some insight to some individuals about how nicotine may be affecting them. I highly recommend that you look more into neuroscience. Like I've said, I'm not a doctor. Do not take this as medical advice. Talk to your own doctor. I'm simply just speaking from experience and what I have personally gone through. Cold exposure has been extremely important to me, and it is not the only thing that I used during the time that I quit. I also optimized sunlight, which we have talked about in previous podcasts, which you need to listen to because sunlight is extremely important to to regulating mood, hormones, neuromodulators in the brain, optimizing dopamine, and acetylcholine and norepinephrine in the morning and serotonin in the evening. There's so much information out there that people do not know, and especially so much information in these podcasts where if you implemented it, beyond just becoming a TikTok influencer or social media influencer, I am out here giving you information to better yourself as a human being. Like I've said, my goal is not just to build influencers, it's to build people. It's to help the human race become better, one person at a time. And I'll continue to do just that. I promise you guys this. My goal here is always to be honest, it's to be real. I fucked up in the past and I had a very bad vaping addiction. 
and I'm very glad that I was able to quit it through using neuroscience and one of my old friends. I challenge you to really look into cold exposure and see if this is something that may be able to help you because it really helped me. Go watch Dr. Andrew Huberman. He's changed my life and I strongly believe that he's going to change yours. Matter of fact, he will. I'll see you in the next episode.